I absolutely support you free speech as long as you don't disagree with me. The second you disagree <laughs> with me, now it's state-sponsored media. Yep. You're too woke. You're a sheep or whatever. Little darling, it's been a long, cold, lonely winter. Little darling, it feels like years since it's been here. Here comes the sun, and I say <laughs> it's all right as we start episode number 145 of the Promo Upfront podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Phil Petrie. With me, as always, let's call him the Brigadier General of the Budget, the one and only Kirby Hossaman. Kirby, how the Kashakton are you today? Doing well, doing well. The the spring has officially sprung. The weather's been fantastic. I actually was doing a little mowing last night, which I, I get some joy out of. Um, love me some Beatles. So thank you for uh, leading the show with some Beatles lyrics there. Um, so yeah, I'm doing really well. How, are, how about you, buddy? Doing great. Um, doing awesome. It's been uh, busy as we uh, kind of get ready for the promo cruise here in a couple of weeks. And so been busy with that, been busy with a lot of brand of eight stuff. So honestly, things have been going great. You know, things have been crazy. Mm. It got me to thinking, Kirby, as things tend to do on occasion. It does, yeah. You know, things are crazy right now. Orders are flying in. Everyone is juggling so many different projects at once. And time is moving faster than ever. It's times like these when you really need to partner with a supplier that makes it so easy for you. Thankfully, there is a supplier who has built every process, procedure, and product offering around making life easier for their distributor partners. Product searching at Evans? Easy. Working with the Evans sales team? Easy. Placing an order with Evans? Oh, you know that's easy. Working with customer service at Evans? Easy. Billing invoicing at Evans and invoicing at Evans? easy kirby can you see a theme here <laughs> i can see a theme and uh you know what it's a, it's a theme that we all need in business right now the, the the more we can make our lives easy the more we can reduce friction the better we can deliver to for our customers so that's that's exciting to have evans make it that way kirby 100 right but let's face it why should anyone take our word for it when they shouldn't unsolicited comments from distributors say better than we ever could here's one that perfectly sums up what it's like to work with Evans. Here's the quote. Evans hands down delivers on every single order we shoot their way. I'm always confident that when submitting a P over to Evans, that the proof in the order will arrive correct and on time. There have been more than several times Evans has gone above and beyond for us. And I value that partnership. They make it easy for me to do my job. So Kirby, if you're tired of the wheels flying off when it comes to working with other suppliers and I would think everybody is. Yeah, It's time to make your life easier by working with our good pals over at Evans. Visit them at evans-mfg.com to make your life easier today. So Kirby, this is episode 145. We're almost to what I would usually call the Sesquicentennial edition, but let's call it Sasquatch Sensational Edition. That will be uh -huh. number 150 here in five episodes. Um, you have the honor of bringing in the upfront topic today, and I'm, I'm real excited to see what you got because yeah, i have no so, idea 
Yeah. Well, we, you know, you mentioned it in sort of the open that you are leaning into the stress, I'm sure. I mean, it's going to be stress less for the people who are a part of it, but probably uh, high stress right now for you and Mr. Robbins getting ready for the inaugural promo cruise. Um, Mm -hmm. And so, uh, A, I just think this is such a cool concept. You are my buddy. I want to talk about it. But also, I I want to how are things going? Right. And then Mm -hmm. more for like the the top line concept here is what have you learned so far? Okay. Yeah. Thank you for asking. You know, it'll be very interesting um, to go on the promo (laughs) cruise here in just a week. Uh, These are the event hats. I just put on the event hat actually, and this is no joke. It was just laying right here. So (laughs) I'm going to wear the event hat. Um, You know, it's the crunch time, nine days away as we drop this podcast when everybody will, uh, descend on hopefully a dried out Fort Lauderdale by that time. Uh, hopefully the rain will have abated and we get on that boat. We have about almost 60 people going on the promo cruise. So big undertaking. Um, you know, we're, we're trying to dot all the I's, cross all the T's, do all the little details that really make an event memorable and special. We, uh, I spent some time earlier this week up at uh, Josh's office. We packed out our pre-sailing merch kits which uh, should hit uh, today uh, and maybe yesterday again, or maybe tomorrow, depending on where you live, if you are a distributor heading out on the promo cruise. And that was exciting to see all the great merchandise that, that uh, suppliers have called for us. And then we've kind of planned what the check-in looks like at the hotel when we all get there. So it's, it's a lot of stuff like that. And then on the other side is the technology side. You know, one of the things that we very ambitiously have bitten off was <laughs> to build an app. Um, and that, that has kind of fallen a lot in my lap. That's something I took on. Um, and you know, I will tell you that I'd rather have every teeth, uh, tooth pulled, uh, than go through this process. Again, I got to tell you having, um, Apple verify an app and having Google play do the same thing. It, it's been painful, but it's been a great learning process. So I'm not looking at it as a negative thing. I'll be glad when it's all published and, sure. and fingers crossed, it should be by the time this podcast drops on Friday. Um, but it's been a tremendous learning experience and, and I love, you know, me, I love to yeah. learn new things. So, um, uh, well, what have we learned from it? What have we learned from this? Uh, We've learned better ways to communicate. I'll tell you that, you know, mm-hmm. one of the things that Josh and I have is a Google chat open all the time. And um, we we kind of declared no more sending requests or files through Google chat because what it, re- what it ends up being is an end of scroll fest, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's, yeah, it's yeah. just what can't have it. And I live, and, and Josh does too, we both live in our calendar and in our email. So if it's an email, it's sitting in there, I've got to do something about it. So we, we've, we've decided that. The other thing is we thought we were organized really, really well in the very beginning, but we both share a Google Drive. Uh, you know, we share a, a joint Google Drive for promulgations and he files things his way, I file things my way. Neither one are right or wrong, but neither one of us uh, understand each other's brain either. <laughs> so there's been a lot of of times where it's like, where can I find this? I don't know where this is. Mm-hmm. So we had to kind of undo everything and, and redo it. Um, but that was okay. That was necessary. So things I've learned, A, I have a great partner doing this. And I, I, yeah. I couldn't ask for a better partner than Josh Robbins from Vault. B, um, don't be shy about speaking up when things you feel like things aren't working. And both of us have done that, you know, when we felt like 
you know, we're, we're not, we're not in sync here or, you know, I, there was a time I'll give a perfect example. There's a time I was feeling completely stressed and overwhelmed because I don't know where to begin. I feel like there's a million tasks out there, but I don't even know what they are. Right. And so I quite, uh, I, I, I sat down and I wrote out every task that needed to be completed with a person assigned to them with a due date and a note section. So we could check those things off and just the simple exercise of doing that made it feel so much better. And yeah. I've learned that we should have brought our event planner on probably earlier. You know, I think we, we announced earlier this week, we hired Brandon Williams to uh, be our event uh, manager. And I got to tell you, people who are going to be on that ship, whether this is sailing or, or the next sailing, uh, or they're going to love him. He's a truly, truly, truly tremendous human being. Great experience in event planning and things like that. Plus, he knows how to bartend. Is there a better <laughs> representative of promocations than that? So Brandon's going to be on the boat. And so those are some of the things I've learned. I Right now, I'm still in the planning. I yeah. think we need to do a, a post-mortem yeah, afterwards. Yeah, yeah absolutely. But Honestly, it's hard to believe that it's finally here. It's been a year in the planning and and I and there's there's a decent chance we're gonna pull this off. <laughs> I'm coming no matter what. So um, but what I would say too is as I hear you saying some of these things, you know, the next one will still be challenging. There'll still be details, there'll still be this, but there's so much of this stuff you're doing for the mm. first time, creating that playbook that yep. you know, I, I have to think it will be a little bit smoother round two, three, and four. You know what I mean? It, it will, for example, you know, when we, for the first one, we had to build a whole website and that's something I, I had taken on and now we're about to announce promo cruise two, mm -hmm. um, might be announced by the time this drops tomorrow, but it's November 4th through the 9th, um, this yes. fall in yep. 2023, we've already got a couple of suppliers signed up. Awesome. Um, so we, we do expect it to sell out pretty quick and, you know, the, the big changes were, we're not stopping in Nassau for promo cruise too, or we're trading that out for Cozumel. Oh, nice. So I think we're getting a good end of the deal on that one. So yeah, it's a lot. So it's just updating the website. I didn't have to redo the whole website. <laughs> yeah, 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 updating yeah. it. Same with the app. Maybe 45. Too. Yeah. Same with the app and things like that. So it's, it's anytime you have an undertaking, this happened when brand of began, this happened every time I started a new job, you build all these things that ideally you can repurpose. They're 80% done. They're 60% done. They're 90% done. And then you can individualize it to the event, to the person, to the company, to whatever it needs to be. And so, yes, there's still going to be stresses. Uh, there always will be when you do something yeah. like this, but getting the first one under our belt, getting, you know, feeling like we've done everything we can do. There's certain things that are out of our control, right? If it rains, it rains. I can't control that. Sure. Um, but we're, we're pretty excited about it. And uh, I appreciate you. I appreciate you. Asking. Uh, it's going to, it's going to be awesome. Really excited about it. Awesome. Well, thank you. Cool. Well, I'm, I'm pretty, pretty fired up, but <laughs> I got to amp it up another notch. Hey, big news. Promo Pulse has, speaking of apps, yeah. Promo Pulse has just released a major update to their free award-winning app. Distributors can now access uh, the same gorgeous marketing content that user uh, users uh, access via the popular AMP service. So you can do that through the app now. The app makes it super easy to share content on social or directly with your clients. When you include the search functionality, this app is a game changer for distributors. So update it or download it today. Promo Pulse is what you need to be looking for in your local app store. Uh, you don't need to go to a big box store. Shop local. Go to your local app store <laughs> and download Promo Pulse. Okay, Kirby. 
Let's talk about budget cuts. That's why I called you the Brigadier General of the budget in the beginning. Okay. I think with a lot of my clients that I work with, especially on the distributor side, they're hearing a lot of either budget freezes, budget cuts, uh, or you know the looming possibility of said budget freezes or sure. budget cuts. And I thought it would be a good time to talk about a. I'd like your input on this. I, you know, I'm blindsiding you with this a little bit. Sure. Um, but the these are tips from Billy. Uh, as if you're a distributor, what to do when you have a client, large client maybe that is considering budget cuts. You're worried about that they're going to cut budgets. They're going to freeze spending because of you know, the economy and all this, there's things you can do and things you should do immediately. So I'd like your input on these, you're blindsided. And if I've missed things, please add to them, Kirby Hossaman. Number one, biggest mistake I see, and this is something I know won't surprise you, Kirby, address the elephant in the room. Yeah, communication. Absolutely. (laughs) I knew you were going to say, yeah. Acknowledge that budgets might be cut. Um, They might, you have people who are controlling spend they are aware that budgets might be cut. It's okay to broach the subject. Hey, are you concerned with budgets? Um, and what you can do, what that does immediately makes people less defensive and more honest and more, you know, it kind of gives them that, I don't have to hide that this we might be going through this. So that's number one, address the elephant in the room, have an open conversation. Yeah, and I and think it, it also gives credibility to you yep. as as a distributor partner, because, you know, it's, it is it is amazing to me. You talked about it. It's like most people won't broach a subject. They put their head in the sand and hope it doesn't happen. Yep. But the people yep. who bring it up are the ones where people go, oh, well, they get it. Yep. They understand and they are a partner. So yeah, I think that, yep. that if, if that's the only thing they do, that's... Yep. A big that's step. A start. That's eighty percent ahead of most people, I would say. Absolutely, but you want to go a little further. Now, what you can do is go on the offensive. Recognize that budgets might be cut, but they're still going to be spending. So the conversation you need to be having is okay, Mister or Mrs. Customer. Let's figure out how we can maximize your ROI on what you will spend. That's my focus right now. Yeah. It's not about increasing their spend. It's not about asking for a little bit over here, a little more. It's about making what they are going to spend, whether it's 70%, 60%, 50% of what they normally do, making that impact as maximum as possible. And when you start to have a conversation like that, you're talking about being a partner. Yeah. You're not saying the word partnership, but just throw it on way too casually. You are really showing, look, I, I'm not trying to get any more money out of you. What I want to do here is maximize your ROI. Yeah, I, I so totally love that. And I think that what it also does, because yeah, I had said partner and then you use the word partner and that's exactly right. And I think that when you can open up that conversation, it's not just about, so yeah. I think what you were saying is, if I'm putting words in your mouth, tell me, I want to make sure that whatever brand and merch you're buying, we want to get the most bang for your buck out of that. Yep. I actually yep. think taking it up and uh, to say, okay, let's talk about the other places you're spending money so that we can use the brand and merch mm-hmm. to collaborate with that. So if you're doing, you Absolutely. know, social media, how do we do an influencer campaign that you're so good right. at doing? Like then all of a sudden again, you go back to instead of just being a salesperson, you're a marketing consultant, and they start talking Absolutely. about bigger things. Yeah. Absolutely. I love what you added to that. 100% right. You talk about how we can work in concert with other things you're yep. already doing, how we can really yep. build campaigns. I love and it. again, you're not, Number it's three. not, it's not yeah. adversarial, right? It's not, that, no. oh, don't do digital marketing, do brand and merch. No, they, no, we need to do both, but we just need to do it effectively. Sorry. I didn't and, mean to interrupt. Hmm, how do they coordinate? 
how do they coordinate together? Yeah. Right? How do they work together instead of maybe working apart? And, and that does happen. All right. Number three, survey time. There's no better time than when your clients are under stress from budget cuts to ask them, given what we've done over the past X amount of years, months, whatever, what do you feel has been the most effective? And what do you feel has been the least effective? I'd love to understand that. So we can really, again, this kind of goes back to point one. We can really start targeting your branded merchandise spend to really maximize it. Again, it's a flow of a conversation to have these, these discussions. I like, I, honestly, I hadn't thought of that. So I like that a lot. And it, I think you're, it, you're doing exactly right. Number one, it, again, you're not, you're, it's an engaging in a conversation, but it also um, really arms you with interesting information moving yep. forward. So that's great. Absolutely. It puts you in the position of helping. So those are the three things you need to talk to your client about. Here's a fourth bonus thing you need to do. And this is internally. Now, this is if you have a, a few salespeople, if you're a solo, if you're a solopreneur, this is something you should be doing anyway. This is something every organization should be doing. If budgets are being cut, that doesn't mean that companies stop buying promotional products. It means that they're buying less branded merch. That's all it means. So now is the time to run a new account contest. Yes. Time to get out there and find new accounts. Stop lamenting the fact that company X is cutting their budgets. You don't have any control over that. Right. You never will have any control over that. What you do have control over, though, is expanding your client base so that when budget cuts happen, you're not as impacted. And you have an opportunity now to grow your business because you understand they're under significant budget pressure. So the first conversation you have is, I know you can buy promotional products anywhere. What I want to do is help you maximize that spend. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's so funny. and It makes me feel good, to be honest with you, because this is a, this is exactly where we are. Um, and not that we, mm -hmm. you know, we've had a really good first quarter, um, but that's our, our focus right now on building our business is through right. new accounts. So that is, you know, I've got, we're, we're creating a sort of a new plan, a new contest, all that sort of thing. So right. I, I agree with you. We went back and looked, okay, here's how many paying customers we had in 2022. Here's how many yep. we had in 2021. We want to increase the total number of customers to this. You know, and so this is exactly the conversation we've been going through. So based on, again, it just makes me feel good that I'm not completely off my rocker. <laughs> well, no, you're never off your rocker. Oh, I don't know um, about that. <laughs> But I got to tell you, these are the things that distributors can do right now, right yeah. now. Yeah. We talk about this is not wait till next week, wait till a month, do it today. Every minute you're not getting, you're not uh, processing orders is a day in an order you'll never have back. Yeah. Go out and get them. Go out and get them. All right, Kirby, what you got? What you got? What you got? All right. Uh, let's see. I, I feel like it's been weird because we haven't mentioned Twitter uh, today. Um, I just feel like we talk about every episode, so I'm gonna, I'm going to bring up Twitter. So I don't know if you've seen this, but uh, apparently NPR and I think it was uh, PBS mm -hmm. also were by Twitter were um, slapped with a state affiliated media tag which essentially kind of um, equates mm -hmm. them to government propaganda, like the China right. Daily, the Russia Today. Um, and so, um, yes, both of those organizations do require or do um, get a little bit of government funding, um, but it's less than 1% of their budget, all that sort right. of thing. So um, mm. this is fascinating. Uh, based on pushback, Twitter actually did remove the tag but NPR has decided to pull. Um, they yeah. are going to keep uh, 52 accounts, which I guess would probably be reporters live. 
But the uh, media organization said in a statement, we're not putting our journalism on platforms that have demonstrated an interest in undermining our credibility. Um, I'm totally fascinated by this. Um, I And I wanted, I, I, obviously I have some thoughts about this, but I'm real quick from you. Yeah. What thoughts do you have about NPR and PBS who also did the same thing, kind of pulling from Twitter? I, 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 think, I think I know what you're going to say, but I, I want to hear what you say. Okay. Well, I mean, Twitter's a private owned entity, so they can do what they want. It's not a public trust, although, sure. you know, you wish it would be. I think we're at a real tipping point here, and I think we're seeing it. And it's, it's, uh, it's certainly fascinating, as you said. It's also very scary. Um, I, you know, I'm sure there are people who would call me some sort of sheep if, because I would say I don't view NPR or PBS as state-sponsored um, propaganda or state-sponsored uh, uh, media. I don't at all. Um, that's like saying if you got a, 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 a loan over the course of the pandemic uh, to keep your people on board, are you a state-sponsored uh, sales agency? Uh, so I, I don't view it that way. Um, I think it's sad, you know, I think it's, I think the whole thing is just sad. Um, and, and the problem is you have people on the extreme both sides that will not bend, will not listen, will not yield. And so it's just this weird quagmire. So yeah, I, I'm, I'm fascinated by it, but it's, it's I think it's absolutely very, very uh, profoundly sad. So my my take on this is number one. I like I, literally every time I we have a conversation about Twitter, I feel like I'm watching the um, Elon Musk version of a Matthew McConaughey rom com, How to Lose a Company in Ten Days. Um, yeah. But the thing that I actually thought of you when I when I read this because you have said you know, Twitter is my least favorite platform. It has been for years. Ironically, most followers, but I, mm -hmm. I just don't get value out of it. Sure. Um, and I haven't for a long time. Like, it's just the, the fire hose right. of it was never a value. But one of the things you have said <clears throat> is that you like Twitter because it was a place to get headlines. Well, yeah. they are actively driving away media organizations yeah. away from the platform. Um, yeah. And, you know, as the guy who, you know, says, I want, you know, I want free speech. Boy, yeah. in, unless they say something shitty about Elon Musk, and then he's not as yeah. overtly uh, in favor of it. So, I, I, again, I've said this before, Elon's smarter than me. Maybe he has a bigger play that I don't understand yet, but I, you wrote an article about LinkedIn um, uh, a week or so ago, and I, I appreciate your perspective. I wildly disagreed with it on many things, but like the idea that somehow Twitter has more value than LinkedIn to me is no, no way. And the idea that he's, I just feel like it's getting worse and worse by the day. Yeah, it might be time for a, a, a billatorial. You know, I think what you see happening with Twitter is just a reflection of, of what's going on in, in society. Mm. Uh, I absolutely support, what, what, what we hear from everybody, I absolutely support you free speech as long as you don't disagree with me the second you disagree <laughs> with me now it's state-sponsored media yep. you're too woke you're a sheep or whatever and i i you said it last week and, and it bears repeating um i don't remember exactly what you said but the the feeling i got from it which is more important than the words is 
just because I disagree with someone doesn't mean I can't like them. Right. It doesn't mean that I mean, I, I, I may have I, I, perfect example, Brandon Kennedy, Brandon Kennedy uh, works uh, for Brandco. He owns his own company through American solutions for business. Great guy. He loves in and out burger. I'm <laughs> never going to change his mind on that. And I love Whataburger and he's never going to change my mind on that. And we go back and forth. We will never agree on that, but we agree on so many other things that doesn't matter. Now, right. obviously I'm being a little cheeky, but even if it's a political thing, if you and I didn't agree on a certain political candidate, I could still be friends with you because there's a million other things we agree on. And I think we've lost that. And I think you're seeing that as a reflection on Twitter because it does feel that it's a 10-year-old with a, a roving, you know, a, a, a cloud of a temper tantrum over his head all the time. If someone writes or posts something he doesn't agree with, he is very quick to react. Now, when people's accounts get hacked and things like that, not so quick to react. I can tell you that from personal experience. So um, in, in the last comment I would like to make, if I may, sir. Of course. I don't think Twitter has more value than LinkedIn. Okay. So I, I'm sorry that came across. What I think about LinkedIn, and maybe we do a different discussion about yeah, this. Yeah, we, can, we link, can dive in on this. That's fine. Yeah, I think LinkedIn has such great potential. Mm -hmm. But because of the way information flows on there, they are uh, shooting themselves in the foot. Yeah, I don't like the platform. Yeah, so, I, I, so you I, said I think several things that I did agree with on that on that blog yeah. post, just so we're clear. And I loved I the, your concept of that we have the ability to help make it better. Um, that was the piece that that I loved about it. So again, right. what what I liked about that blog, Bill, is you made me think, and I love it when people make me well, think. Well, I, I like making people think. Again, mm -hmm. for people who didn't read the blog, it was basically just saying I think LinkedIn is broken. Mm -hmm. Didn't say it was best, worst, or anything. Right. I yeah. think think it's broken. Fair. Fair. Um, and the main reason it's broken is because too many solicitors treat it like, you know, uh, you know, uh, a, a, a span. It, it's, it's like they're trying to, uh, uh, it's a date, like an online dating site. <laughs> I cannot tell you how many times I connect with somebody because, oh, they appear interesting or, right. okay, they're in a related field. And three seconds later, I get some sort of email through 100%. my in mail of, Hey, would you like to sell your distributorship? Well, you clearly didn't. Oh, uh, my favorite is always like, oh, I've gone through your profile, man. You're impressive. Would you like to sell your distributorship? I don't have a distributorship. <laughs> um, all those type of things really yes. neuter the impact of what LinkedIn could be. Agreed. Yeah. It's again, I, I, I took a shot there and I apologize, but it's okay. It no, is, no, no reason to apologize. I it, like it, a shot. I can take a shot. In fact, can. on the boat, I'll be taking lots of shots. <laughs> We're going to take lots of shots for sure. I'm looking forward to that. No, it's good stuff. And it is sad, like to, to echo what you said, sad to see the weird thing. It, it, it's uh, To me, it's not even sad. It's just weird what Twitter is going through. Um, because, yeah. you know, when I think a lot of us and me included, oh, Elon Musk is taking over Twitter. It's going to get really good. And mm -hmm. man, it certainly hasn't happened yet. Yeah. All right. Real quick one, Kirby, yep. before we put our foot in our mouths any further. All right. I don't know if you saw this, Kirby, but Walmart had a little bit of a brand fail uh, hmm. with oh. a, a piece of apparel okay. that they put out. Uh, it was kind of profane, as it were. So uh, <laughs> it was a T-shirt that promoted something I think a lot of us believe in, which is sustainability in the environment. And the shirt had a big R-E yep. and then words you would say with that. 
like reuse, recycle, renew, rethink. Unfortunately, those words were stacked in such a way that the first letter after the word re spelled out in four letters a very sensitive part of the female anatomy. And it's a word we cannot say on this particular broadcast. No. Um, the company said it was a mistake and they've pulled them from the shelves. I ask you, Kirby, as a marketing maestro, was this on purpose? Because I, I'm sorry, I saw it immediately the second I saw the shirt. Okay. Before I read the headline. Okay, so I mean, that is, tells you where my brain is at. I, well, maybe because so I'm embarrassed that I didn't. And when I say I didn't, I mean I didn't. I like, like you really had to look. No, no, I like I this morning mm -hmm. I have this picture up and everybody's making fun of it and laughing about it. And I'm like, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. I, like well, I'm writing, you... I literally wrote out the words. I'm like, am I seeing it? And then finally, you know, you have the moment where you're like, Oh yeah. No, you just it. have to be like our, yeah. You just have to be like our friend Mike and hunt for it. But once you find it, once you find it and once you see it, you can't unsee it. Kirby. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I get it. That being said, you know, everybody's arguing that, Oh, you got to proof this stuff. You got to proof this stuff. Yeah. You could have had me proof it for 17 yeah. hours and I wouldn't have seen it. I'm an idiot. Well, I told like, I'm the idiot. I totally will, will throw up my, my hand on that. But I, I, I mean, over the span of two days, I looked for it and didn't see it. I'm not kidding. Um, so I, anyway, it's uh, well, was it on purpose? I don't think, I'm guessing no. Yeah, I don't think people would do this on purpose. You're asking for far more backlash than anything positive coming from this. <laughs> and here's the thing. People make mistakes, and that's okay. That's kind of what makes the world a beautiful place, honestly, that mistakes can be made. Um, like you said, you could have had five people prove I, it. And if they don't see it, they don't see it. Right. I, if they don't... I did not see it, man. <laughs> and so I, yeah, I, I, I think it's pretty funny. Uh, yeah. I'm sure that people are printing up versions of those shirts uh, as we uh, record this podcast. <laughs> exactly. And uh, you know, what they'll do is they're going to make it really, really, really easy Obvious. for people to get those shirt yeah. shirts, but you know who else makes it super easy, Kirby, to uh, do business with them. Who's that bill? That would be our good pals over at Evans Manufacturing. That's right. Product searching at Evans, easy. Working <laughs> with the Evans sales team, easy. Placing an order with Evans, oh, you know that's easy. Working with customer service at Evans, please, easy. Billing and invoicing at Evans, easy. Guys, their whole world is dedicated to make it easier for you. Make your life just a little less, have a little less friction, as yes. it were. So, you want to make your life a little easy? You tired of your wheels flying off working with other suppliers? Well, head over to evans-mfg.com. You absolutely will not be sorry you did, or else we'll get you a free Walmart t-shirt. <laughs>